I didn't grow up there, right? Like, of I just came here, like, um, I don't know laws, I don't know regulations on opening mm. a restaurant. So, um, literally, all that, I had to start studying, I had to start reading, I said, okay, um, what are the rules and regulations to start up a restaurant? Welcome to another episode of The Voice Podcast. And today we have with us Cabby Clinton, one of the most uh, positive person on campus, always with a welcoming, charming smile, and a very determined, comfortable personality to always interact on campus. So Clinton, uh, you have been a student which has been super impressive to my eyes. Uh, you are a student coming from Cameroon. Like you are one of the most busy students on campus, like from my opinion. Why are you so busy? What do you do? Yeah. Um, so, um, like, my name is Kavi Clinton. So, um, to answer that question, um, I will say um, I'm not kind of like too busy. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like determined like yeah um like i'm more of like a determined person mm-hmm. because of where i come from and um, why i'm come what like why i came here and what i want to achieve yeah so um putting all that together uh that de- that de- uh, determination definitely makes me to be kind of like hard working yeah and uh so, so what are you determined to yeah. achieve here uh coming yeah. from cameroon to canada how long have you been here yeah so i'm um, coming here like came here like 2019 yeah and coming here i came for like uh, i came like i'm an international student came for studies yeah so um and uh, i was in ottawa so i did i did a two years program in um cyber security okay so and um i had to take a different program mm-hmm. so i decided to switch to the um to like get a more like get more experience and um also like do something different mm-hmm. so i applied to take the business accounting program which i'm currently taking um here at st lawrence college how do you find those three years so mm-hmm. far yeah so so far those three years it's really been challenging like um having to come from home and um like coming here so um the feeling of leaving your family back home that's the first part Mm -hmm. so um it's it's been uh depressing Uh, been a lot of challenges but um like i said like um i know where i came from I know why I keep, like I know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely here to study and um, long run, get a job, and uh, be able to um, run my start up my own businesses, run my own businesses, mm-hmm. and um, support my family back home, help the, the community back home too. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what's your dream business? So. Um, it's kind of weird because, like, <laughs> I like I told you, like, I, I myself, I do have a two-year diploma in cybersecurity, yeah, and I'm currently taking business, mm-hmm. and um, I will, see, I do have a lot of business ideas, yeah. So right now, me being in school, taking the business accounting mm-hmm. course, I'm, I like, I started a, um, a restaurant business, okay, uh, where what? I do like African food. Um, African food, we deliver African food. So we do have what's called the ghost, the ghost kitchen. So you go to our website, it's called um, African Child Dishes. You order your food there and we deliver that food to your doorsteps. So that's um, like that's one of my dream businesses which I started mm-hmm. and um, definitely see, like definitely looking at how that's, it's like, because it's really been great. Like, um, we've been operating now for the past three to four months and it's pretty much been good. Getting good feedbacks from customers. Of course. And um, yeah, like that's uh, one of my dream businesses. Um, definitely um, looking at getting into um, lots of like having to study IT, probably open an IT consulting firm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
if you need a job <laughs> i might hire you <laughs> like uh, what do you want to achieve more precisely with cyber security cyber security you will yeah. go to school and we've been taught what to do at the job site mm. and um like you go to the job like 95 this is what you have to do um cyber security you have to sit on a chair like monitor logs to make sure nobody hacks into the company system mm-hmm. um, you go to school you study business accounting you um learn how to um come up with financial plans um income statement balance sheets for a company mm-hmm. so um all that those are things you learn in school and um on the other end it's how do you apply that um in the outside world just by yourself so throughout my experience boarding um cybersecurity and currently starting business accounting mm-hmm. so leading to i believe that's that's what contributed to me being able to start up a restaurant so in the long run if i'm able to build my like if i like will definitely looking at getting a large physical place for the restaurant right okay so once we get that physical place um what did i do school i did um, it did cyber security um all the um the it setup at the restaurant who's going to take care of that i'm going to use my knowledge to be able to set up my own it like uh, because every company needs it that's definitely for sure like yeah. um, everybody every company needs a uh, like basic it support like if either like uh, basic um internet issue mm-hmm. or it's basically uh, installing applications or like that's it so i will be my own it company for my own company okay. um i will like uh, financial part me currently studying business accounting i will be able to come up like do my own basic finance for my own african um uh, restaurant so you see like it's so probably like when i when i left cybersecurity and got into business accounting mm-hmm. people were like um i don't know what i'm doing like i had a lot like i had a lot of comments like that that um do you actually know what you're doing i knew what i was doing like i just i still know what i'm doing okay. so the like a lot of people look at it to be like great but i'm like i know what i'm doing i know where it's going to take me to and having to explain the like it you will think it's not related it's are like related it has it cyber security it will lead to um will definitely lead to business would definitely have a link to me opening an african um restaurant yeah. what makes you so confident about it i won't say like that makes like that aspect makes me like it contributes to making me unique Mm. yeah so definitely like having um cyber like um me having a cyber security yeah. background and um currently starting business accounting which I'm done in August yeah so uh, those aspect contributes me to like contributes to making me unique and giving me like um more experience and knowledge mm. in getting to the african like getting to the african um restaurant because like um When I say like I did study at cyber security right like cybersecurity is all about IT so and right now I also do currently have um, an IT job which I do for work from home I I resolve people's like issues with um mm-hmm. like IT issues basic computer troubleshooting yeah. and that's customer service so and what's customer like what's a restaurant restaurants you being able to communicate with your rest with your customer um making sure your customer is satisfied right yeah. so customer walks into a restaurant um hello um how are you doing today um what do you want to order like just with me having to study IT currently working as an IT specialist helping people which is more of customer service based mm-hmm. helping people that leads me gives me experience gives me more confidence to be able to relate that to my customers in my african restaurant yeah and um like i told you like those those things contributes to making me unique yeah and what i would say makes me more unique is uh, like it's the fact that like i would say i'm just me like um coming from um cameroon like and um like growing up 
ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, like because I come from a family like it, like I come from a large like family of six. So yeah. I'm the first, like I'm the first kid. Mm -hmm. So like growing up, I'm the first kid, the the first boy. My two siblings are the back, they're all girls. But my mom tells me, I won't send the girls to the kitchen. I was the one going to the kitchen, cooking for my siblings. And um, like that, I mean, like that's right from the age of nine, right? So yeah. cooking for my siblings. And we didn't have like the the, uh, the gas cooker here where we, we had what's called the tree side where we put stones like yeah. this. And we put like the, the fire with, um, with mm -hmm. sticks. We put the pot on the fire. So you have to be able to create that fire, put the pot and make that food. Once the food is ready, you have to dish your siblings. So I was the one doing that. Um, started um, Clinton. My mom would tell me, um, Clinton, go to the kitchen, make food for your siblings, make rice, make fried rice, make fried bakes, make um. So that's literally right from that childhood age, being mm -hmm. nine, growing up with that passion, yeah. like, and the love for cooking. Mm -hmm. Believe that's what made me more like unique at this point, meaning. I'm able to feel the taste of home cooked food and relate that to my customers, how they're going to feel when they taste home um, home cooked food here in Canada, which they're probably missing because um, that's food that's been mostly cooked back home um, most of the times. Yeah. yeah that, that's a very beautiful story mm. for your uh, restaurant uh, right there. Yeah. You know, like, uh, feeling the taste of back home and yes. you learning to cook from a very young age for your sibling. And that's very touching, you know, like uh, showing also the caring side, you know, like yeah. apart from customer service, uh, from a young age, having that responsibility, but also having, you know, like a caring side for other people. So I think it, you will put it to great use. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, like uh, I'm sure you're a very proactive learner uh, takes a lot of initiative so i'm sure when you open your restaurant you will learn along the way exactly. as well yeah you know there are so many things you know like uh, laws and legalities of restaurants exactly uh managing a kitchen yeah. food safety and all those stuff like that and uh, most importantly yeah what's the name of your restaurant Oh, so, um, I probably think I mentioned that, but yeah. uh, I'm going to just mention yeah. that again. So it's um African child dishes. Yeah. So if you do go to Google right now, you just type um African child dishes. Mm -hmm. So African child, C-H-O-W, and uh, the dishes with an S at the end, it's going to pop up African child dishes in Kingston. And what does child mean? Child, um... Chow like it's a language we use back home for yeah. um I want to I, I want to like when someone says I I, I want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So eat it's chow. Yeah. So it's kind of like what we use back home. <laughs> we say like I wanna go chow. Yeah. Yeah. So when someone says I wanna go chow, they know like everybody knows it's food. So yeah. if they say chow, you see everybody running. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're not running, you'll probably be left behind. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very funny because yeah. like uh, <laughs> My mom used to say, yes. like, uh, when we, we chow chow, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you don't know? <laughs> like, I, like, okay. it's the first time, like, yeah. after a very long time. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, cool. now that you mentioned chow, yeah. like, is eating in your, yeah. uh, in the language which you use, it's also in my view. So, oh, you see? Well, it's, it's yeah. Creole, you know, it, it yeah. takes everything I from every continent. Awesome. <laughs> but most important than yeah. the name again and your story. The food. Yeah. Tell um, us about the food. The food. Yeah. Um, What's on the menu? A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Probably like uh, a lot of food. Like, and um, I'm I I don't sell like food. Like I I will say like I eat everything. So yeah. I um, right now like um I will say like so African child dishes like we're trying to um. It's built on the base that we're trying to make people like taste African food mm -hmm. and bring people together. Like that's the purpose of food. Yeah, bringing people together. Of course, that's like and 
that's how I grew up in. Because yeah. food, once we cook, once I go to the kitchen, my mom sends me to the kitchen. I cook food. Once the food is ready, I see my siblings coming to come eat. It's bringing people together. So despite the fact that people are actually buying to eat that food, like they pay money to eat that food, um, it's my goal. It's still to bring to be able to bring um people from different cultures, have people try the the African food and um get the taste and um say okay um it tastes good um why don't we like set up an event where we can have people come together and order African food and um have fun talk eat and yeah so like uh, we currently have um like this what's called um grilled fish it's yeah. called African grilled fish so it's literally like um tilapia fish mm-hmm. and mackerel fish which we would like we put like the spices like pencil we put leeks we put black pepper we put white pepper we make that in the form of sauce just rub like just marinate the fish with mm-hmm. that and um yeah like put maggi and salt for, for sure yeah and just put it on the barbecue and we have sites like the sites for that we could either we could eat it eat out with like fried plantain so oh yeah yeah fried plantain yeah <laughs> so yeah i feel like eating now <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, fried plantain so like um fried uh, fries so yeah. yeah that's um that's something like back then it's very popular mm-hmm. you see people on the because on the roadside selling grilled fish roasted oh, fish wow. that's, yeah. that's very and good yeah. yeah like lots of interesting um uh, food on the menu just go check it out and just mm-hmm. definitely something you yeah. like to try so there's also what's called jollof rice like everybody like yeah. believe everybody um i would say i don't want to assume but i know like majority of people know jollof rice mm-hmm. and um it's also it's rice that's been like kind of fried, but with a little bit of tweaks and touch, like more putting more African ingredients in it, and have, yeah. like it has its own um, process steps to mm-hmm. uh, procedures to actually cook that to be able to come up with that um, African I will say sumuki um, perfect jello fries. Yeah, that sounds right. And uh, w- would you allow us to know yes. what of a special ingredients yeah. which you put? Like, uh, which yeah. people might not know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might as well just say, okay, um, go for your own restaurant. <laughs> yeah, like... Um, well, I need to try, yeah, right? Yeah. It's definitely something, like, for me, like, yeah. I, I could tell that, like... Of course. Yeah, like, yeah. it's something, like, I want my customers to know what they're eating. Absolutely. Like, I know what I want them to... It's, it's, like I told you, the purpose is not me being able to say okay like even if i tell you the, the spices go of like, course. make it at home but at the end of the day once you make it invite me please <laughs> yeah <laughs> invite me Absolutely. for sure yeah. yeah so like it's all about like you being able to cook that food and say okay i make african food let me invite people to eat um, yeah so and um yeah like so technically like we have a lot of spices and mm-hmm. um I will say like African food is built like it's like the spices it's I would say like the main spices that contributes to make African food taste and um like has like actually have like good yeah. flavor we have like we have general spices like leeks we have persil we have garlic we have ginger mm-hmm. uh, we have black pepper we have white pepper and um we have like like pe- we have like um basilic we have like uh so th- the lots of like but this ones i've listed those are like basic spices that once you take them yeah you grind them like and you blend them in the blender and it gives you that sauce you could that's but that's the startup for african taste you put it in your foot and it's you start getting that African flavor. So it's not like something supernatural, like something like we create like different spices from like crazy spices. It's just like we using the spices that we have and how we use it to be able to come up with exactly. that um, mm-hmm. African flavor, I believe. Yeah. yeah. 
it's like you know like spices are everywhere yeah, all sure. over the world uh it's just like how what's the technique what's exactly uh, what's the technique how do you make all the spices yeah. from point a to z into the final plate yeah. is what makes uh the gastronomy yeah. different uh for you so uh in terms of uh more like uh, of pricing we always uh, on a student podcast what what are the price range yeah for the food at African child dishes. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and I'm happy you asked that because like um we we trying to start up African child dishes, mm-hmm. and um at this point we also started it with students in mind. You get mm-hmm. so um when I mean students in mind, we're considering students because we know students are trying to um we're trying to they're trying to save up to be able to uh, pay for rents. To be able to pay for bus pass, to be able to pay transportation, mm-hmm. like buy um like basic um laundry detergents and all yeah. that. So we oh like our like we had students in mind doing African child dishes in the way that we have what's called the student meal plan. Okay. So student meal plan, what we do for students is we get a student, we said, Okay, how much do you spend um weekly for food? Um how many times do you buy food outside? Like, how, like how many times a week do you purchase food outside? Yeah. So we'd sit that student down, speak with the student, get all those um, statistics, all mm-hmm. those details from the student. Yeah. And we said, okay, you know what? Um, this is what you purchase to be able to eat for lunch and dinner. Yeah. So, um, and that amount, that cost. So let's say you're spending two hundred bucks to like 200 bucks to cook um to buying food outside and cooking food um for lunch and dinner monthly so what we do is this 200 bucks is pretty small like it's really small because by the time you buy a pizza outside delivery that's 20 bucks yeah yeah um three times in a week 60. so i'm just saying 200 like i'm just trying to look at myself because i i, yeah. I try to save a lot so like so far like we've spoken to students and we've had like Student like spending three hundred dollars monthly, like not even like sure, like just telling us that's the minimum amount he spends monthly, and we said okay, that amount you spend monthly, let's do it this way. Um, we're going to get another student, okay? We'll get another student, and um, that student will buy grocery in bulk for Gilbert, and uh, we'll cook food for you. Like we have a menu, a list of menu where you could pick like what food you like to eat uh, like in the afternoon like mm-hmm. during lunch and uh, um, lunch and uh, supper and uh, we said okay you, you're you going to eat that for lunch and you eat that for supper so um, pick what food like we have a list of like mm. variety of food so that student that student picks that those food he actually loves eating and uh, we, we cook those food in, in containers and said, okay, this food, we're going to cook it for you um, weekly. So you get lunch, and you get dinner. So, like, we have three boxes of, um, like, we make this, like, a box of chicken, a box of um, fried rice, a box of beans. Um, like, if, if you're someone that loves eating, like, um, like, like the lot of like I can probably go through them, but I believe there's a lot like that's what's called um, um stew. It's yeah. like stews like tomato sauce. Yeah. So we have that. So we make all those varieties of food. If you just like the white rice, we make you white rice. We make you grill grilled potatoes. So we make all that in containers, and provide that to the student in a way that all he does he comes back from school, speaks if it's eating potatoes and um, potatoes that day. He just picks three slices, puts in his plate, takes his sauce, takes his chicken. If it's um, we make chicken, if you don't want chicken, there's usually steak. If you want on the on the menu, you pick steak or you pick chicken. You, you could decide to go for the two. So once you do that, we do the budgeting. And the student buying in bulk that many, he's able to save food. He's able to save cost. Because like I told you, we don't want students buying just a plate of food you get. We want students to be able to get that meal plan where they're able to save more because that box of chicken, it's gonna cost 20 bucks. But if that student was to order um, rice and chicken for me, it's gonna be the same 20 bucks. 
Why don't I just sell that box of chicken, which he could eat for one week for 20 bucks? You get it. So that's how we've been able to uh, make the, uh, the food um, less costly for the um, for the students. And um, so far, we've got like great feedbacks and they're really appreciating what we're doing. The, the fact that the, the, they don't even like, actually, I'm telling you the truth. Students, they don't even say, okay, um, just forget about the cost, the food. They love the food. Like, yeah. just the taste of the food, is a, it's something they haven't tasted before. So, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, something I really, like, I really love about the feedbacks mm -hmm. I get. Of course. Not the cost, but the food. The, the taste, the taste of, of the food. Yeah. 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 It's, it's very important. Yeah. Your food business and the food needs to taste good. Yeah. <laughs> so, for yeah. it to work. Uh, exactly. It's simple. Yeah. Uh, one thing which I would like to ask you, like, yeah. the most for the, you're a student. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. That, that's yeah. uh, well, being a student yeah. and having a food business. How challenging is that? When you ask that question, you had many. It's crazy. Like, yeah. It's crazy. And I will say, like, uh, it's it's people around you. Like, mm -hmm. people, like, at this point, like, everything that happens around me, mm -hmm. like, you think I'm not the king. I'm, like, I'm not supernatural. Like, I'm... The people that are able to take African child dishes... Um, to the next place and me having less work and feeling like I don't have a lot to do it's just people around me why? they're supportive like they tell me keep pushing like mm -hmm. I go home they say okay um, I have friends like my friends and roommates like they're yeah. always like copy go 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 so and like that's just like how like I'm able to take this challenge because it's really challenging. I wouldn't say it's not challenging. Yeah, it's challenging. So that's how I'm able to take this challenge and say, okay, it's not a challenge. Why? Because mm. I have my friends, like I have my friends around me. If there's something I'm going to be like, say, okay, um, guys, um, this thing you see like this, um, we currently like, we do, we do have this inventory coming up. Can you go pick it up for me? They'll definitely go pick it up bring the inventory mm -hmm. so like those are, like i mean like the people around you like you they are the one that are able to relieve you of that challenge of that stress and um, definitely keep pushing you yeah yeah <laughs> because because i remember very clearly you yeah. telling me that uh you had of course being a student yeah. then you, earlier during the podcast you mentioned the cyber security customer service job yeah. <laughs> then having like the food business how how yeah. how were studies would you say so far so um uh, without these stories um like i would say it's pretty like like i told you it's crazy difficult and challenging right mm -hmm. so but um i'm able to like put myself in a situation and say okay uh, there's some things I wouldn't do in my life, like probably like, um, I mean like sacrifice, right? There's some things I'll sacrifice in my life. So I, like at this point in my life, mm -hmm. I say, okay, I won't go out for like my weekend. I won't go out for party. Like, of course. And uh, probably like say, um, I won't like want to, in my free time. I won't say I'm watching a movie. So, and um, I, so all that it's, me being able to sacrifice that and say, okay, this little time I have, I'm going to put that to do more assignments, my schoolwork. This little time I have, weekends, I'm going to put down to do my school project. And um, yeah, I pretty much said, like, I'll be able to, like, I, I have been able to organize my schedule in a way that can accommodate all that. And say, okay, we have time for stu studies. Um, we have time for work to be able to pay rent, bills, mm -hmm. phone bills. Um, it so to be able to say okay uh, we have time to get people like get orders from African child dishes and make sure we deliver those customers so it's all about um, planning and like I told you uh, no matter what you're doing in life it's like something about me it's just been always people I make sure like every like even if at a certain point I'm not happy mm -hmm. like I want everybody to, around me to be happy. Why? That's where, like, if everybody around you is happy, there's no way you're going to be angry. 
by default you get into a happy mood of course yeah, yeah. so i always like try to like make everybody happy mm-hmm. like but making sure everybody around me stays happy and um what i mean stays happy it's just all about me being interacting being friends with people how are you doing today uh, what are you up to what are your plans uh, what do you have planned for today um, you need help with something uh, and uh yeah so that's um basically it and um just no matter whatever stress you're going through you have challenges you have lots of school work but that happiness shouldn't go away and mm. you shouldn't try because by, by the time you feel depressed everybody around you by default feels depressed so that's it yeah <laughs> that's uh that's a more getting into the yeah. psychology yeah. of how you <laughs> take life yeah. and i think it relates pretty much to what we can feel into your student life yes into your business life and also into uh your professional you know like your work and it's very admirable i would say and uh, what would you say like you coming uh, from abroad yes. uh, uh from cameroon more precisely yeah would you say is a challenge opening a restaurant here like yeah. uh, not a challenge but more like what are the things yeah. uh, you're learning along learning. the way yeah. like uh, learning yeah mm. so kind of like um that point learning it's great definitely like me coming here um I didn't grow up there, right? Like of I course. came here like um, I don't know laws, I don't know regulations on opening mm. a restaurant. So um literally all that I had to start studying, I had to start reading. I said, okay, um what are the rules and regulations to start up a restaurant? What mm. do you need? And um how like what does it take to run a restaurant in Canada? So um those are the challenges, those are the things I had to put like I had to put on my book. Mm-hmm. And said, okay, these are the challenges I need to cross. So first, getting a uh, business license. Second, getting a food safety certification. Mm-hmm. Before moving to the third part, like I told you, it's not. It's right now. It's just a ghost kitchen. No, so getting to the third part, we're getting a physical place. That's gonna like definitely. That's what we're currently looking into that, and it's been crazy so far because like to to get a place like. Just like you need to get people like uh, the uh, the health um, the health um, safety mm-hmm. to come do inspection at that physical place yeah. to give you like a license to be able to run mm-hmm. that restaurant. So all that those are challenges um, we've been um, we've we've had and um, definitely just everything is there for you to just look at it, follow the rules and regulations, and um, get what's necessary and you should be good to go as long as you just make sure you get get the right information, right? Like, because if you don't study, you won't get the right information. If you don't read, you won't get information. So make sure you're doing your research mm. and your studies to get all the right information. Yeah. How important are having people saying, go, Clinton, go? So I, I will say, like, it's basically, like, when I say everybody around me, like, you're one of them for sure. Yeah, so, yes. you're one of them for uh, sure. You deserve it. Yeah. So it's like get up in the morning. I, I, I the first thing I, I come, I go to the gym. Each time I come to the gym, I meet you. So I'm <laughs> like, you look at me and you're like, how, you, how is it? I just start telling you my issues. You're like, <laughs> you know what? Keep going. I'm like, okay, I'm going. So yeah, yeah like I get on the treadmill. I'm like. Just that positive, like the positive feedback mm-hmm. I get from you, that's what, like, it just pushes me, right? So yeah. I have my roommates right now, like, uh, my roommates, which we're currently, like, living together. So um, they've pretty much, like, been really supportive of me. Like, um, each time we have, like, um, inventory we have to get, like, it's actually them going to pick up the inventory. Mm-hmm. So they go pick up the inventory, they bring it, we do the, the food prepping and everything and um I'm at the point where like when each day like my friends do see me, they're mm. like the things you do, we don't know how you do them, but we just see you getting things done. And the things they do, they're like they feel like they're not doing anything. You get <laughs> yeah. so at a certain point they're like, Okay, like 
give us few tips. Like, how do you do it? Like, what are the things you do? Like, um, how do you, what's your, like, what's your schedule like? When I just show them my timetable, they're like, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any free time. Like, because my timetable, like, it's marked in a way that I have green, blue, orange, red. So blue is for free time. Right. So my free time, like, when I, when, where I put blue, they don't see blue. There's like, I, I just see blue here this day. Where's another blue? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's the sacrifice I have to do right now. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah, family, friends, like, like, it's people, like, I keep emphasizing people around you, like, they're always um, the one that, like, say, okay, go, go, go. They're the ones that are, like, if African child wishes is tomorrow, like, up there, it's people around me. Mm-hmm. I won't say it's me. My people around me that were able to take African child dishes to yeah. the next step. Yeah. That, that's very yeah. inspiring and very, you know, like, uh, very natural leadership uh, from you. And one thing which you said is like, uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. How, how do you do it? How? <laughs> How do I do it? Yeah. Magic. <laughs> magic. Yeah. So um it's not magic. So like I do like not that I I don't do I do believe in magic, but yeah. it's not magic. <laughs> so it's pretty much just um like I said, like uh, I grew up like back home like growing up. Like, um, I kind of, like, felt more, like, more love from my mom. Like, mm-hmm. like, and I started, like, as a kid, nine years old. Like, that's when my mom started sending me to the kitchen. So, I started um what's called a um, business called um, keeping chickens. So, basically, back home, we could raise chickens in, like, a small cage. So, I saw somebody, um, he had, like, a chicken like this this tiny it's like a one week one week old chicken oh yeah so uh, i saw him carrying the one week old chicken in the cage like in the back and he carried those chickens i was like where are you going to with those chicken like what's your plan because i know they can't be eaten like that so he told me he was gonna go keep them let them grow like big like this and sell them asked him how much did you buy this small one he told me like uh Probably like I will convert that to dollar straight up, um, straight forward. So he told me he sold that for like um five dollars. Like he bought that for five dollars for that tiny bit of chicken. So I said five dollars, really? I said okay. You know what? I went home and the next morning said one chicken five hundred uh, five dollar. By the time it's one week old, by the time I keep it for four weeks, it's gonna give me twenty dollars. Two chickens, three chickens, four, 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 five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I said I was gonna get ten of the small chick one week old chicken. So how much do I need? Like so if I'm take buying one for five, that's fifty like buying that's fifty I need fifty dollars to be able to get ten. Mm-hmm. I went to my dad and was like, can you borrow me $50? And by the time I'm done, like keeping those chickens for four weeks, I'll pay you back. You know what my dad told me? You want to guess? <laughs> like, yeah. How much interest does he get? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he, kind of, yeah. he kind of said that, but on the other end, he was like, go to school, go learn how to keep chickens. By the time you're done, come, I'll sponsor yeah. you. I got so pissed and I was like, no. So what I did, I went to my mom, told my mom, this is what I want to do. My mom took out $20 and gave me, mm-hmm. go start your business. I was, I was like, um, like I was like, I was uh, 15 years old. Go start your business and see what's going to take you to, see how it's going to work. So went to the market. That same like that same day, I got the money from my mom, bought chicken. Same same like that guy, came into the community because we live in a community. Came into the community, mm-hmm. set up my um, cage where I kept the chickens. Like it's a small fence, put the chicken there, bought the food for the chicken, 
and to make it grow bigger, kept chicken for four weeks. I mean, like chicken, it was a like it was an awesome experience, like having to get chicken one week old like this yeah. and being able to take care of those chickens till they're big like this. Yeah. And once they were big like this, my first customer was my mom. She That's bought, so cute. yeah, she, she bought yeah. this chicken five dollars. She bought it for twenty five dollars. I'm able to sell, pay my mom back at $20 with one chicken. Keep $5 back for myself. Took all those chickens, went to the market. Within a time period of one hour, they were all sold out. So, came back home. Instead of $20, I probably like, I would say like, let's just say I'm going to sell them at 20. 20 times 10. I'm getting 200, like the yeah. 200. So that's like one, like profits of 150, just selling 10 chicken. So it was like, that's um, like, that's something like, I, that's, that was an awesome experience. And that, at that point, it showed me how much, like, like, like I just kind of grew so much towards my mom. Like she's like that's that's just an aspect of which she's really been supportive and and up till this point she's always been like really supportive of me. Mm-hmm. So like me being able to like um go through lots of challenges, being able to do stuff, being able to like do a lot of things. I feel say it's um it's basically um me feeling that um that support from my mom and said, okay, um, tomorrow I'm well off. I'm going to take care of her too. Like make sure like she's like, she lacks nothing. She's good. She's feeling so comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's more to what definitely pushes me to be able to put in all this hard work and put in right now at this stage of my life. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. so exemplary. I think there's nothing more, grateful more human than you know like to your mom and to to your to your dad to your parents your your sisters as well yeah it's a lovely i i completely know what you mean and i feel what you mean because i almost have a bit of the same drive Uh as you uh my mom is almost like everything yeah (laughs) yeah uh and uh speaking of your parents your family uh, where are we from in Cameroon? Yeah. So um, my my mom is um like because Cameroon like we have both um we have English it's a bilingual so it's mm-hmm. English and French, so uh, my parents are more, like they're from the English part, <laughs> so my my call it's called Northwest like Northwest Bamenda, <laughs> so and um. My but like we grew up like I grew up in the French part like because my mm. dad my my parents are both teachers okay yeah so my dad's um maths my my mom's maths my dad's physics Ooh. so yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, so, the, the bad ones <laughs> you have to study your book all the time yeah uh, you feel like you're playing games under the 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 pillow they're like what are you doing yeah, yeah. no video games <laughs> to your books oh man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I grew up like that. So, so that's um, friends are more of the English part. They like they're completely English. Mm-hmm. But I, my dad got a job, like his teaching job. He got like job in the French part. Mm-hmm. So we had to live in the French part, like for like up like till I was like um seven. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to to the English part. Yeah. And uh, how, how is uh, life back there? You know, like you, you said that beautiful story yes. of you having like uh, seeing that man selling his chicken. Yeah. I, I think it's still very laid yeah. back, you know, like yeah. very authentic human lifestyle. How, yes. how is life in Cameroon? Um, For example, like to be fair enough, everyday life. Yeah, everyday life. Like to be fair enough, like me being here, right? Mm-hmm. And having experienced life here, yeah, and experienced like experienced life in Cameroon. Mm. When I was in Cameroon, I thought life was difficult. I thought life was crazy, like super difficult. Mm-hmm. When I came here, experiencing life here, comparing it with the life in Cameroon, life here it's way more difficult than life in Cameroon. Why? 
back home, I get up in the morning. I don't have to like, like it's pretty simple. It's because I've been here, I've experienced lots, of, like I've went through lots of experience, right? If I grew up like I have a small, um, like a small garden behind my farm, I could go plant my tomatoes. I could go plant my um, vegetables. I could I could go plant my corn. I could go plant uh, my leeks, base spices, garlic, ginger, carrots, and all that. Like garden made with all those vegetables. And get up in the morning. Like let's say you want to keep your chickens. Yeah. So keep your chicken. Like you have all the space. It's not like here. Like you're renting, like because back home, like there's a lot of space. Like, like it's not like here. Like you, you go rent a, an apartment, you can't do anything. You can keep chickens. I could get a small garden back home. I could keep chickens back home, and at the end of the day, I have a meal. Like I'm able to go get tomatoes from my garden, get licks from my garden, get this from my garden, make food and eat, and my life is good. I don't need something too fancy. I don't need a flashy car to go drive. Like, I have food. I have food to eat. I'm good. So that's literally it. And um, that's how life. Like that's how I envision life. Like I, I, my vision of life to be so simple back home because we have all that space. We have all that um, like all that space. And because like to be able to like make sure you you feel comfortable like you don't like rent here it's crazy like you don't have to uh work like nine five months um every week to be able to pay your monthly rent go to work there like you do a job pretty much like one three days you're able to pay your rent mm. what's your third food that's the thing like the most important thing we all definitely food like we need food to survive for sure so and here like like i told you like once you work the money goes to grocery you spend on grocery you can say okay i'm gonna get a farm to be able to farm my own food and make sure that i'm saving money you can do that like you don't have that money no. to pay um like space money right mm -hmm. so you probably just go, you don't have the time to yeah, you don't have the time to. Yeah. So you probably just go pay for food and yeah, your kids, yeah, and you're good to go. So yeah, that's that's the way I see life to be. Like that's the way me I envision life to be. Just that scenario in the in in terms of food to be more way like life back home is more simple than life here, and like could testify like had a lot of people to like really said like once i explain this to people they're like yeah yeah they see that they're actually seeing it right now so but before they say like life it's good it's good it's good you have money you work money you earn dollars back home you don't end dollars you end uh, france but here you're ending dollars you're living a way better life yeah so yeah so yeah <laughs> uh, Life home, it's it's home. Like I really miss home, so I yeah. can't wait to go back. <laughs> well, uh, when do you? So when do you plan to go back home? When I've probably like opened my company and employed you. <laughs> probably, I yeah. already have my own company. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're not sleeping. <laughs> I know you're not sleeping. I'm I'm not sleeping, and you're not sleeping too. <laughs> I think you you yeah. have a few years uh, in front of me. So, yeah. but it's not a race; <laughs> it's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. So, yeah. and we both have our different journeys, and we just meet at crossroads. Exactly. And that's what it yeah. is. And we have different journeys, but we kind of like say, okay, yeah. Um, like so, we know where we're going to. Yeah. And we know where we want to get to. But so. I won't say no if ever I don't know. <laughs> I know who I need to. Yeah doctor okay and uh, like uh my question to you is what what can i wish to you in the future i will say just happiness just wish me happiness like mm. just happy like i wish you just stay happy like just be happy and yeah like mm. that's that's basically it because like be happy and healthy yeah. 
be happy and healthy. That's the most important yeah. because I'm for me like I take happiness to be like very something very key in my life because it I believe like it I've like I've always had it in me and like it it's not something new today like each company I've been to I've worked into even though I do jobs like I do like crazy like I work crazy you know what I get the price for. Mm. Kabi got a prize because his smile and his happiness brings motivation to the team. I say, what? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So, at a certain point, I was like, I don't know. So, just just wish me to just stay happy and You will healthy. be. Yes. I think that's like already in you. Yeah. Uh, and it's really the, you're, you're uh, one exemplary human being and I wish more people on earth could be like you uh, and uh, we do have wonderful people here and you're one of those so very wonderful people at oh, SLC sure. which makes us very proud and uh, what's one last thing yeah. uh, key message do you have to our audience yeah. so um, probably thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast like mm -hmm. it was uh, like an honor for me and a privilege and something like having to share like all this to you guys and like you guys listening i really appreciate this and you also for taking this opportunity to ask me all these lovely questions and um it's like it's a big thank you for from me you're and, most welcome and it's so deserving yeah <laughs> thank you too and i just like like i said like started like my the whole like if you've noticed like we've been talking more about you being yourself take care of the people around you mm -hmm. because the people around you they're the people that will definitely take you to the top so yeah take care of people around you guys <laughs> take care of yourself and take care of your life simple and i would like to thank you very much clinton also for making the time with your busy schedule as a student, <laughs> as a part-time work, and uh, uh, having a personal business as well, uh, to make time to come on the podcast and to share all this uh, very deep human uh, journey that you are on of uh, becoming, uh, just continuing your journey of happiness. It's simplicity. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you also to you, uh everyone watching this episode and don't forget try african chow dishes also uh, we have a lovely student meal plan like you mentioned earlier so do give it a try it's a new cuisine and it's going to be i've tasted it as my seal of approval so thank you again for watching have again an amazing week at slc and see you soon bye bye <laughs>